This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron. We're here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ready to get back with all of you fresh off of a trip to Lakeland, Florida via Tampa, where there were palm trees and it was 80 degrees and I was trying to stay out of the sun. And then I came home to the Pittsburgh snowiness. Uh, we will uh, eventually talk about Dinosaur World and our Tesla rental from the weekend, including why uh the car was farting at me and passers-by uh but that'll be next week because uh katie is on assignment tonight but we do have a wonderful crew with us first of all from studio studio c in the big d of dormont pennsylvania is john chichilla how's it going hey good to have you back sir good to be back and also i can't even remember where i am week to week anymore i don't i don't know how you do it what state am i in um i'm like hey i have no time zones and then the time the the spring forward happened i'm like well that didn't help anyways uh also with us uh, representing the iphoneography podcast but don't tell don't ask chat gpt that it's dave podner yeah, if you if you i know it goes from 2000 was it 21 to chat gpt but I, I've been doing the podcast longer than that, and uh, it says, I don't know who you are. You don't exist. It's like, I'm not John Cena. You can see me. <laughs> wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. I know. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also with us, she is the control muppet of Sidekick Media Services, the mu- the Missy. The, the, the what? The Missy. What were you starting Wife of to the say? show. Uh, I think I almost said the Muffy, and that was not right. <laughs> wow words are hard you know what i've been through the last few days he's been day drinking I, 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 I was, there was some day drinking there was some night drinking there was some uh listen nothing 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 better to to close your your work weekend and how it went than grabbing a uh the biggest white claw you could possibly find sitting down and watching short circuit two until you pass out halfway through the movie that's my big night out anyways do they make forty ounces for uh, for white claws? They were like they looked like <laughs> like like large energy drink cans of it, which means it was like three regular white claw cans. So oh. I was pretty good, but all they had was like watermelon. So yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Anyways, this is the Awesome Cast. You can check out everything on awesomecast.com. Uh, you can hit us up at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. Tweet us at awesomecast and all awesomecast at social. Awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.social if you're on the Mastodon Fediverse. Uh, also, we have a Facebook group that where you have loose share a lot of stories uh, and, and, and and heartbreak over ChatGPT over the week. Uh, an Awesomecast Facebook group. We also have a Discord where we are connected with MidJourney. And uh, we do use MidJourney actually for a lot of our, uh, our, our show artwork here for the show. And over on Reddit, there is also an Awesomecast um, uh, uh, section over there. Uh, and of course, please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app. And we are here every Tuesday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time on the Awesome Cast YouTube, Facebook, Sorgatron Media, Twitch. And uh, of course, uh, thanks to our audio partners sharing the awesomeness over at postindustrial.com. Also, thank you to our friends at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Supporting the show, including the executive producer level, Brian Crawford, and the coffee club, Matt Weller, Cynthia Klosky, and Mike Pound. And at the fan show level, Mike Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, Dave Pawner, Dave Prop Pop Pawner, Clipper of all things Sorg-related. I'm going to remove your name here so I stop double saying your name before <laughs> I realize that there's something else I need to say. All right, there we go. Now we're going to correct for next week. You guys can support the show, too, and have me pronounce your name however you would like. Announce? Announce? Pronounce? Yeah, pronunciations. Uh, over at uh, uh, patreon.com slash awesomecast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. <laughs> And Chilla, it sounds like you have something very um, um, uh, helpful. It, so it, <clears throat> I was looking for different headsets because that's what I do. 
mm-hmm. um, that and bags. Um, and I stumbled upon Poly, which used to be, or which is Polycom, who HP bought. They bought mm-hmm. like all the the vendors, <laughs> Plantronics, Poly, oh. everybody. Okay. But the so, and the Voyager series has been one of my favorite devices that they made. And typically, the Voyager series was a was a single ear, but ultra light, ultra portable. Come with a charging case. Um, the case usually doubles as a dock. All kinds of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is. And, and at first glance, it's going to seem like a knockoff of AirPods. Um, but I would say hold tight on that thought because the Poly, the, the Poly Voyager Free 60 UC series, while it looks like a pair of AirPods, the charging case and some of the capabilities are what caught my eye. Um, the charging case has a touchscreen on it and that touchscreen actually allows you to do things like turn on um noise cancellation you can actually check the charge of the case and the buds while they're in use um, you can actually adjust the volume right from the case instead of instead of on your phone or however you would normally do it um, they do offer the same noise cancellation features as the the, the AirPod Pro, um, where you can kind of have a pass through, or you can you can have it kind of seal you off into magic land, as I like to think of it. Um, it amazes me. I'm I'm interested in trying these out because it amazes me how well the AirPods just cancel out everything around you. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> where where I also think these differentiate. The claim is it will actually connect up to two Bluetooth devices simultaneously without any kind of resync. And the device will actually pair and store eight different devices for connectivity. And you can actually, from what I'm what I've read, you can actually switch what device you're connected to right from the case as well. Um, Super excited to try these out when they come out. They're supposed to come out this month. Um, they do not, they are not um, cheap by any means. Um, I think the starting price is $300. And the, if you get the touch style charging case, um, it's an extra 50. So you're starting at, it's $350 for this thing. The other interesting thing that I saw was the, case actually acts also as a transceiver mm-hmm. and they actually have a USB-C to headphone jack connector so if you have a device that doesn't have bluetooth but has a headphone jack um you actually plug the case into the headphone jack oh via, via a specialized USB-C connector kind of like kind of like a mouse that has something like that right like where yeah yeah or or i mean i'm thinking like if you're on an air like an old school airplane with the headphone jacks to watch movies it's or always baffle me cuz i'm like all i have is bluetooth but they have a headphone jack for me to watch this movie this doesn't seem to work or you have the the lightning headphones right because you mm-hmm. have an I- iphone right like you just yep. like what the hell am i supposed to do with this i i, I think if you ask for headphones i'll give it to you or something but... they do give you headphones yes, yes. then you're putting headphones on that someone else wore them. no actually oh, no. no 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 my flight they actually had little packages of like disposable ones. So they gave it to you and you got to keep them. Wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. No charge, huh? Nope. Nice. Well, that was also when it's I was built flying, into the price of the ticket. I was, it was flying. I was flying Delta comfort plus. So uh, that was the business upgrade. There you go. There you go. All right. I, I love um, it. They also do. They also do come with a, a Bluetooth dongle. So if you want the latest, if your device doesn't have the latest and greatest in Bluetooth technology, mm-hmm. um, their dongle, I think, is Bluetooth 6, I think. Um, but, yeah, so you can use their their dongle, and it comes with both a USB-C and USB-A version. So super cool device. I'm super excited to try these out when they come out, I've been told. Um, they will come out this month from what I've been reading. Um, 
I didn't realize they were actually announced back in January. So interesting. Um, I, I'd love to show you more of them, but the the, the it does not seem to be. Um, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. The, the site doesn't seem to load right <laughs> on my iPad. Oh, so, that's no fun. Yeah, and I and I checked Dave's link, and it loads just fine. So I, I don't know what the deal is there. So, uh, Dave, what's your awesome thing of the week? Sure, my awesome thing was actually something. Well, first of all, uh, since we are recording on High Day, yay! What? What is that? What is it? What that are is, we looking that, at there? That is a well. This is not my awesome thing. Mm-hmm. It's a peanut butter pie. It, this is a actually a chocolate eclair pie. Mm. Oh, I, I actually went down Giant Eagle because I know in previous pie days in the before times mm-hmm. they had oh you can get like an eight inch pie for three dollars and fourteen cents. <laughs> that was the, the before times. Yes. Uh, now that today, which obviously for most people you're not going to see us in time, these little prepackaged pies from whatever company it is i don't doesn't even think it's like it's a company i think it's one of these yeah there's not even a company name on it three of them are three dollars and 14 cents uh if you want a cherry pie it's 18 bucks oh wow at giant eagle wow Mm. i don't want a cherry pie that much Mm. but my awesome thing is actually something i found in aldi's um which by the way if you don't go to aldi's for like grocery shopping they have a little uh, gadget owl mm-hmm. which can have some really neat stuff in it mm-hmm. and i picked up i'm going to do the the dutters to see if i can put your hand in front of it there it is i don't know if the resolution is doing great for you but yeah, yeah so it's a it's a six in one auto emergency power tool okay so some of the extra things here are kind of useless uh <laughs> to be honest uh well <laughs> Like, like it has a belt cutter in it. Mm-hmm. So if you get an accident, your belt gets stuck, you can pull this off and, you know, there's a little blade here to, to cut your belt. But the bigger thing is this plugs into your, and I'm going to use an old term here, cigarette lighter. And it has USA B, A and B ports on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not A, but uh, A and C on it. Hey, oh, those are C? That's not micro? I nice. Think that, uh, uh, that looks like no, micro. That's, a, that's a micro. I'm sorry. That is a micro, unfortunately. Okay, yeah. but you're still, right. You're right. Handy. I was wrong. Yeah. That still yeah. is handy. Yeah. So, but I mean, pretty much everything, like if you have like a, like an, an iPhone, you can get an A to a Lightning or an A to a C still. So not only is this good for, hey, my car only has one USA, you know, one um, USA, you know, U- USB plug on it or if you have an older car you don't have any this has it mm-hmm. this also you can use this as a power bank nice. because there's a little battery in here and hold, hold on let me turn it there we go and it's a flashlight <laughs> that's bright it is very bright yeah yeah so that's one brightness that's even brighter and then you get strobe light so, <laughs> that's right. Strobe light party of partners. <laughs> so, it, I mean, honestly, it, it, it's it's small. It does have this little cover thing on here. So the part that goes into the cigarette lighter actually has a little. If, and I don't know anyone in real life who actually ever had this problem, but you could. It actually has a glass poker here. Mm-hmm. So if you get stuck, you need to shatter the window. If you get stuck in it, which. I don't think that's such a big deal. I feel but like this is used for like people traveling to Ocean City that drive off the bridge. Like I need to be able to cut my cut my belt and yeah. bust my glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, the, the 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 emergency part I don't think is overly useful. But to, to say that you have a flashlight in your car, I know it's, it's starting to get lighter, but not in the morning because of wonderful daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do have an emergency flashlight in your car and an emergency power bank for your cell phone if you need it too. Mm-hmm. And it's small enough that it doesn't really take up a lot of space. So, and it was $10. Nice. So it was a good price. I mean, y- it, yes, it is plasticky, but you know what? If 
if you if something happens to your car, you need a flashlight to look underneath the hood and just look underneath the hood because you can't figure most people can't figure out what's wrong with it. But you can just stand there with the flashlight and go, "Yep, car's not running." <laughs> Like a true mechanic, right? Exactly. Yep. Go. I mean, you you can you can assess it. I mean, Sorg, you've been with me when we've had car problems, and I can look at well, yeah. Oh, this this hose is disconnected, or oh, we're gonna need a new radiator. (laughs) Yes. 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 (laughs) So yeah, it's it's a nice little like I said for ten dollars, it's a nice little tool just to have on hand. Or for most of us, uh, uh, you can see the objects under the hood while you're watching a YouTube video about what's going on. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate. It. I'm usually under the hood, and Sorg is pulling up the YouTube video to find out what <laughs> I'm doing because my dad's a mechanic. He taught me a lot oh. of basic things, so mm-hmm. I'll be fixing or looking into whatever I need to to address while mm-hmm. he's pulling up the YouTube video to figure out what I'm doing. So again, that is the Audi uh, Auto XS six in one emergency power tool. Uh, yeah. That is, I want like maybe it's something else called Audi. It, it, like you have it here on the Audi Reviewer dot com. Oh, oh that's. So I, I was trying to find it on the Aldi site, mm-hmm. and it never came up. But this is the closest thing because it, 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 this may be a, like an older, a different version, but it's the exact same thing, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is also <laughs> probably one of those things that they cycle through periodically, so putting it exactly. on your site doesn't make a whole yeah. lot of sense. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. it's not like Amazon. So excellent, uh, Missy. What is your awesome thing of the week? A ninja plant. A ninja plant. Yes, a ninja plant. Tell me more. So somebody actually took, I think it's a ficus, and they connected uh, electrical stuff to it, kind of like a TENS unit looking thing, uh, to register the electronic pulse that the plant gives. So you've heard about, you know, if you nurture a plant that it grows better, you know, if you have like a nice soothing environment for it and that sort of stuff. Uh, Whereas if you don't have as much of a soothing environment for it, it, it stifles its growth and different things like that. Well, this takes it to a completely different level, and it was uh, it's an art installation, I believe, actually. So the concept is the guy used the plant as the brain, so he's got it encased in this nice little glass globe with all of the uh, attachments to it. And he has built a robotic arm out and put a machete in that, in that arm. So the, the concept is that if the plant feels threatened... It can defend itself. Hold on. I got to pull this picture up. Yeah, there, there's a video. There's a video. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Um, do you have the link from the document? It's on its way. Okay. <laughs> um, so, like, I was looking at it. And this this started with a post on Facebook that was just the picture. What the and hell? And I found, I found an actual article that has a video with it, which was even better. And this this is it. So, it's, it's a plant. It's got a machete. And it has a machete. They My built an arm mess. for it with a machete. <sighs> So you can see in, in the picture right there, sort you can see that it has like, like I said, it's, it's kind of like a TENS unit with the, the sensors and stuff. Yeah. So they have that attached to the leaves. And like I said, I'm pretty sure it's a ficus, but maybe not. I, I'm not so sure with my uh, plants. But um, yeah, so it, it just does a thing. It, it waves the machete around. Watch plant machete in action here. Oh, no. So many ads in this picture. Oh, it's in. It's moving. It's it it's does. moving. So we just gave and I love. We love. We put the tens unit on it. It looks like there's eyes on uh, the plant. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the di- the. Um, yeah. Yep. The sensors. That's um. So this is like like attack of the rotten the 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 uh, yeah attack of the tomatoes, uh situation. Mm-hmm. Little shop so, of horrors. Little shop of horrors. <laughs> Jeez. You know what? You know what we need to do? Give plants limbs and knives. It's not just it's not just a knife sword. It's a machete. It's a freaking yeah. machete. It is a machete. A freaking and I was machete. wondering, I, I initially thought maybe this is like a toy sized thing. And then I pulled it up. I was like, no, this is actually like that's a legitimate sized machete. It looks like. Yeah, that's like a person sized arm. Yeah, like. very much so. So I, I was looking at one. Huh. I was OK. <laughs> It's very much feed me Seymour or I'll cut you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and show title. Somebody write that down. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> well, well, we know what we want. What we know one clip that won't go on TikTok. Yeah, well, yes. Don't. 
Yeah, oh, and actually, I shouldn't show title that either. That'll also get us flagged. Never mind. Cut that. Cut that, <laughs> yeah. cut that. Uh, are you using the word "cut that" as a euphemism? Yeah, like, yeah, is that in, yeah. on purpose? Was that a pun? Or I'll cut you will probably be a problem on most yeah. platforms. Um, all right, let's get a little less violent here. Um, I so I actually discovered this late in the season last year of my travel season, and and I knew I wanted it, especially since we hear so much about like what's going on with with. With, with the airlines and things like that. So I, I discovered an app uh, a bit ago, and, and I didn't want to drop the $50 a year on it until I was leading into the season. And as we were coming back, we had a flight delay, and I was like, okay, you know what? Hey, wait, there's that thing. I want to know what's going on. And uh, this is an app called, it might have been brought up on the show in the past. It's called Flighty. I know I did a trial before. Um, it's for the iPhone, and uh, it's a really it's a really good app that brings together. And I'm sure a lot of this is publicly accessible data. I know there's a website that'll pull up this kind of like a flight tracker and stuff like that. But this is nice because it brings it into the iPhone environment, and uh, including having you know those live tiles on your um, you know your widgets on on the on your uh, uh, home screen and, and things like that, right? Or your um, your uh, notifications, then then you have the flight status, no matter you know what. If you're looking at your phone, uh, and often uh, you know you get updates about your flight delays and flight updates before the Southwest app sends you an update, or Google sometimes, because Google will also keep an eye out for that if you if you use Gmail and have the flight numbers in there. Um, so so this thing is to the point where it was telling us, okay. This is when you think it's going to be. This is when the delay is going to be. This is where your plane is at right now. And this is where it's been. So, you know, it was like, okay, is this is this like consistently late because they've been uh, uh, late to like three stops ago? Or is it just coming down here? And, and, and for us, we saw that our plane had been a couple of paces. We're coming down to Tampa from Pittsburgh and was in route. It was just and took off on time, but obviously there was some weather going on here. I know when we came back, and uh, and it looks like it probably just ran into some delays um, on the way down with weather. Or had to go go around a pocket or something like it that. It hit some headwinds. It hit some head headwinds, perhaps. Um, and it's really good about updating that kind of stuff. Even like to the point where you 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 get a breakdown of uh, boarding is now set at this time, and taxiing will take this long on average and and what's the history of your flight's timeliness um you know like a lot of really good uh details kind of go into that if nothing else it gives you something to instead of just sitting there looking at a board looking at an app that doesn't update just feeling like you're completely helpless while you're waiting for your, your plane to decide to show up um this gives a little bit of weight to that and helps that anxiety a little bit and at least uh, helps you have i know i know for us uh, uh, Katie, I, Katie and I were sitting there and we were like, okay, is this a Southwest thing or is it just a little bit of a delay? If this is a big, they're going to cut the flight because something, and we knew there was weather coming on back up here in Pittsburgh. Um, if there's something up like, okay, what do we have tomorrow if we have to stay here at night? <laughs> you know, like what do we need to handle, you know, and keep that in mind. So, and, and, and preemptively just in case, obviously. Um, but you know, this is, this is a pretty good um, um, app. It is, if you are a regular traveler, I, I recommend it for the $49.99 a year through the app store. Um, you can get a, I think it was a 15 or a 30 day trial. So if you have a batch of trips coming up, you want to give it a shot or that time where you see that your flight is delayed. That's when you start. That's probably when the most people start when they, uh, when they get onto something like this. Um, but, um, it's already like from the trial that I had before towards the end of the season to this, I think it's very helpful. Um, for things like that and help you kind of plan accordingly and at least anticipate uh, issues that may come up. So, uh, Flighty in the iPhone app store. Uh, is, yes. Is, is there any social component or anything to it? Like you say, hey, my flight took off 10 minutes late, like if it didn't update or um, like to so get the word out to the next, to, to others? There, There is like share options, including it was having a share to Instagram <laughs> option that was popping up when I was poking at it. So um, you can download it like it'll do like a like it'll show you everything without pro, um, but it'll just have some of the stuff kind of <coughs> <fade>, excuse me <coughs> uh, faded out and uh, and everything. So, um, but yeah, so you can get an idea what that kind of looks like. So I def I definitely uh, recommend taking a look at if you do a little bit of flight travel. So very cool, awesome. It's flightyapp.com if you want to investigate further. <clears throat> um, hey, out of curiosity. 
Actually, I'll do the break real quick, and then we'll do this. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to our friends at Slice on Broadway, New York City-style. Yins are made in five locations in the Pittsburgh area, Beach Creek, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, on the south side works. Thank you so much for the guys supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza for well over a decade. Thanks so much to the guys. SliceOnBroadway.com. Hey Dave, uh, I I I was curious, so I I went to ChatGPT. It also it is not, it didn't even give anything about being a podcaster. I <laughs> I don't exist, okay. And I said Michael Sork in Pittsburgh. Now mm-hmm. I thought this was a good opportunity because I do have something, and I have not dived into this. I did get cleared for the Bing AI trial. Okay, so I got my Bing app right here. Let me pull. Let okay. hold on. Let me pull out my Bing. And I did, I did say, I said, this, who is Michael Sorg of Pittsburgh? And we do have Michael Sorg's uh, director, media, video, director of video and media, psychic secret, based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, read more Michael Sorg's da 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 and his oh, zoominfo.com. And then you got these questions that you can ask. What are his responsibilities? How long has he been oh. there? Uh, let's see what happens What is psychic media services? Yeah, so I can start asking questions. Uh, wait, we can join the wait list. Oh, no, I thought I was in on this. Try it. I already cleared on this thing. Hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta accept all my things. What, 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 what web browser were you on? I'm in the app. I'm in the app on. on oh, you're in the, you're in the Bing app. Okay. Yeah, I'm in, well, I, I just downloaded it. So let me try this again. Who, what is? Okay. Oh no, no, join the waitlist. Oh okay. no. Did you log into Bing? I'm, I logged in. I'm pretty you're logged sure into, I logged into in. your. Okay, because you can download and use Bing without logging in. <clears throat> this is true. Um, now I know I was using this. Hold on, let me. Let me switch this up while we're at it. All right. We're going to get our Bing out again. And uh, we're going to say, uh, who is Michael Sorg of Pittsburgh? I ask that question frequently. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Wrong show, Sorg. Oh, wrong, wrong, show. wrong show. Wrong show. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Wait, 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 wait. I think I'm in the right thing now. Oh no no! Here we go. So let me, oh. let, me let me pull back. Wow! I, I not the search. I have to actually go into the chat. I actually went over here and asked it to uh, tell me a joke. Uh, so that is coming up. So let's let's go ahead and ask it. Uh, oh wait, can we do this? We can do it. We can do it by microphone too. No, I'm not going to talk to you. Okay. Who is Michael Sorg of Pittsburgh? I figure that's going to help, right? Should. How do you spell Pittsburgh? I don't know. Dude, you try typing live on there. Oh, jeez. What did I do? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. You pasted something from the podcast. Yeah, I did. And it keeps popping this up over here. I'm not used to. I don't type on an iPad so much anymore. All right. So now it's processing the response. Let's see if let's see if the Bing knows me. Searching for Michael Sorgo Pittsburgh. And content producer, podcast guru, based on Pittsburgh. He is the owner, operator of Media, media service company that helps stories. <coughs> he is also a video media director at Psychic Media Services. And look, everything's cited too. So you see, there's a site from About.me. There's a site from LinkedIn.com. A site from uh, uh, Facebook.com. He has several podcasts such as Wrestling Mayhem Show, Awesome Cast, and more. I'd like I'd like to see what that what and more one is like. Do the and more? Well, I mean, well, oh no, that's oh no. So that just, that just links through and goes to the site. How, okay. Here and there's asking the question like, how can I listen to his podcast? What are some of his web series? What is Sorgatron? I'm curious. What are some of his web series? <clears throat> Does it give you links to like? It gives me links to the, where where I found the information. So I think it, like I clicked, it looked like it was loading up maybe the Facebook so or the LinkedIn. It, it's pulling up. That. It's creating like its own little so, Wikipedia. Here we go. Some of those web series are Fishing Without Bait, a podcast about web series about focus on mindfulness, mental health, and creativity. The Baristas, a comedy web series that follows the lives of coffee shop employees, which is true. I did assist with that. Unsung, the nonprofit news show, web series that showcases the stories of nonprofit organizations of Pittsburgh. All true, actually. Learn more at twitter.com stage 32. But this is all information that I filled out about myself across these sites. So this mm-hmm. is like, so the Bing is actually spidering all of these and pulling that information into something uh, digestible, right? So well, I, 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 I apparently have the Bing search chat availability too. So I search for myself. 
and it said there are a few people named David Podner associate with Pittsburgh. I yeah. severely doubt that. <laughs> um, I think right now I'm the only one who is in Pittsburgh. The other David Podner affiliate with Pittsburgh is in California right now. And my dad, um, yeah, one of them is a customer service specialist who works at SAE. Hey, true. They got that link from Lincoln. Yeah. And their one is a resident of Verona. Also true. Uh, a third one's a possible world of Peter Podner passed away in 2005. Mm-hmm. Possibility. <laughs> Cousin, fifth uncle, whatever. Yeah. And it says, yeah, are you looking for specific information? Yes, I want to know his email address. I know I just want to see it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see if it, and I'm not going to say it here, but let's see here. Yes, I want to know his email address. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Let's see how scary it's going to get. Because I do have like five different email addresses. Come on. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is about as scary as when I deep dive people and like give them information that they didn't realize was on the internet. But now it's easier for them to and find that. And now this is becoming a lot yeah. easier. Like, like your vanity search becomes a little, little well, and more interesting or, or searching for like, Hey, what is there such, you know, what's so-and-so up to? Well, here's, here's my question with it. How does that work with somebody with, that's in a higher profile mm-hmm. who doesn't want that information yeah. out there? Well, if there are, well, well, if there are the information's out there, it's going to find it. That's the point. Yeah, but, right? but that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. they may not know it's out there. It has to or be, it, someone it, else put it out. But there. if yeah. you're somebody who doesn't want that information out there, now this is a method for you to find it. Yeah. Tell me everything on the internet about me, because I don't want it out there, right? And that can and you can whittle down, and and hopefully that helps you more than like a Google search, right? You know, because it, it's more kind of plain language and it cites things. I like how it cites things versus ChatGPT mm-hmm. doesn't. Because there was that whole like, oh, this may be because they were talking about like helping ChatGPT help you with, um, um, with, uh, uh, you know, proposals and things like that. You know, or or scripts or something. But you also need to run it through like a plagiarism um, checker, uh, and I guess those are a thing that's out there, right? Um, so, or, or, or search parts of it to see if it, 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 it's lifted from something else that's, that's important that would, that would get you in trouble. So, um, it's very interesting. So I, I, I really like this again. No, I, I pulled you up too. Cause I said, uh, search for David Ponder of Pittsburgh and, and I got those same responses. It is very interesting because yeah. it is, and it is like whitepages.com, legacy.com, pit.edu for the one that was a, that was an advisor, uh, LinkedIn.com. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is stuff for the most part, this is likely stuff. Like you wrote your own answer, like ages ago, for a lot of us, right? Right, right. So, yeah, it may be somewhere else, or who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Does it scroll through my MySpace? Maybe. Or Maybe. my clerk. What were we doing in in 1996? Is the question I think. Yeah, that that's the question. Um, which which also now begs the question. It's on your break kite. On the break kite. <laughs> on my uh. AOL Instant Messenger. Excuse me. Missy, why don't you hit up one of your stories here? One of my stories? You yes. want me to pick? Yes, while well, I deal with this cough situation. Okay, whatever. Apologies, apologies video. Apparently, I turned on an audio source that went crazy. Oh, lovely. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the uh, camera for the visually impaired. So, Sony has a camera for the visually impaired. And it's a for aspiring photographers with low vision. And it's, it was kind of cool as I was reading down through this, actually. Uh, it's about $600, uh, and it's a retinal projection camera kit. So if, if it's hard for you to see, and like they're, they're talking about that this, the guy that they talked to in the article is actually legally blind. Like, he can't drive a vehicle because he, his vision is that horrible. Um, yeah, it says... Uh, he gives gives what he he suffers from for the condition and day-to-day life he sees the world in a bit of fuzziness and it's something like an impressionist painting or a smudge writing on a chalkboard so this is how he sees life day to day but this this, this camera will essentially it it makes it more of a 2020 eyesight type of vision for him and it's it's kind of cool because it actually takes the the image and it puts it it does something with his eye directly so that he can see it in a manner that he can actually his brain can interpret 
Um, so it's, it's really kind of interesting the way they were talking about it. Um, and, and again, it doesn't require corrective lenses or anything. It's, it's just the, the camera that he's using. He's, he's viewing through the, the lens of the camera and it allows it to, to do that. Um, so it's, it's talking about that, you know, it takes the, this and puts it into ready to share JPEGs and stuff so that it's, it's just like anybody who could actually see regularly taking a, a picture with a camera and it makes it work well for him. Um, so yeah, I, I just thought that, that was kind of interesting that you're taking something that normally wouldn't be available to people with horrible eyesight or, or no eyesight in some, some capacities and giving them the opportunity to become artists because they can, and to experience the world in a different way. Uh, so it's, it's kind of cool. Cause again, the guy that they were talking to in the, in the article here, um, he had good vision previous, well, not stellar vision, but good vision. He could see things earlier and then it's a degenerative condition that he has. So it's progressively gotten worse throughout his life. And he's not that old, uh, from, from the, video that they have with everything. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I thought that that was kind of an interesting aspect of things. Is it, is it something you can put like cameras into? Cause it looks like the way that the way that it looks like from yeah, and that's the picture, a, like the Sony camera, like yeah, slides in and yes. like, it's almost like a pass through for the shutter button. Yeah, it is. Um, so it, this is a, so that's a super cool. It's a kit that attaches to another. Um, they say it's the HX99. I think uh, Sony HX99 is the camera that is shown in the stuff that it's with. So it does attach to cameras, and I think that you have to have like certain settings or, or certain sizes for the type of camera that it'll work with. And they're working. They're collaborating with American and Japanese schools for the blind. Uh, to get cameras in the hands of those who will benefit from its bleeding edge display tech. And they're working on expanding it out for other options as well from what they were talking about uh, in, in the article. So the the entire thing is like this is where they're starting for things. And they're only planning to to kind of open it up and get it, make it better and more available to, to everybody else. And it looks like the price, like I said, it, when you're buying the kit for $600, it comes with the camera. Mm -hmm. So even though it's $600, that includes, a it seems like a pretty decent camera. It's a 30X optical zoom. Mm -hmm. uh, it does shoot in RAW. So you can do that and do whatever editing you want to do on top of that. So it isn't like they put it with a $50 cam, you know, cheap little $50 camera. It looks like a pretty good camera. And the fact that it's taking a laser and putting the image directly on your retina yeah that's that's the line that i was looking that, for and that, i just found it and that was the part mind-blowing it really is and that was the part of it that i was like wow this is this is insane um you know it literally cuts out the middleman because it's taking that image and essentially doing what your eye is supposed to do <laughs> so it makes it it makes it available for you to see it but then it also allows you to capture that image and actually print it like you would would a photo. So, like I said, it, it's really cool that somebody who is legally blind can become a world-famous photographer if they want to. And they won't be held back because of their vision impairment. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think it's yeah. going to open up a bunch of opportunities elsewhere, too. Because if they can apply this sort of technology with photography, mm -hmm. would they be able to apply this sort of technology to videography uh, well uh based on what they're saying if you go to sony's page yeah it, yeah. it can be used with because the camera does do video yep so you can you know if you if you want to use the camera for video go ahead do it because it'll do the exact same thing which is a really nice feature like you said if someone's you know it, it unlimits um the visual to or expands it out so people who have vision issues have no problems at all to look at it and the other nice thing is is it it makes it accessible for for all because you don't have to worry about holding heavy gear or manipulating tiny knobs and buttons so it's pretty much just this this attachable aspect of it which is really no different than 
a lens or a, a filter that you would apply to your camera otherwise. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't create a whole lot of weight. It doesn't create a whole lot of, you know, extra use in order to do it. You just kind of slide your camera in, make sure it's it's lined up appropriately, which it looks like it just slides in and kind of clicks where it needs to be. And you're good to go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, tell me about, what's the story about vinyl records? <laughs> So um, that whole like trends kind of cycle, uh, vinyl records outsell CDs for the first time in decades. So over the last few years, there've been, there's been a trend for people to listen to vinyl because it is the cleanest version of audio that you can get. Mm-hmm. And people have been actually utilizing that. I'm trying to pull up the article now. So, because there there are numbers, mm-hmm. and this is uh, just over forty one million vinyl records were sold in twenty twenty two, whereas only thirty three million CDs were sold. And the vinyl records accounted for one point two billion dollars, in comparison to four hundred and eighty three million dollars for the CD equivalent. For sales in 2022, I do feel like I see more vinyl st- records than uh, stores than anything. And I mean, we've we've all seen the music sections, oh, pretty much non-existent now, in your Targets, WalMarts, and and yeah. Best Buys, right? Tar- Target has a vinyl section now. Yeah, but they, yeah. now there's a vinyl they section. Do. Yeah, <laughs> there's a vinyl, a vinyl section. section. Yes, like mm-hmm. I said, it's, it's so crazy because like I remember being a kid, you know, going to the record store, and you would have your your records over here you'd have your eight tracks over here and then when cassettes were coming out you'd have your cassettes over here and it's so interesting to to walk in and see that technology coming back i mean there there are advances with it um you know because you You can get a record labor of five below that'll plug into your usb port for instance yeah well that sort of stuff plus plus you have the digital programming with it so that you can kind of cue things up and and mess with you know, the, the sound quality going out or, you know, how it connects to, to the external speakers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just I think it's kind of interesting, but also kind of I looked at the I looked at the title of the article, did a double take, looked at it again. And I was like, this is this is too funny. That's great. Well, honestly, like I like that in Target, um, like the Guardians of the Galaxy has the volume uh, for the music for volume two mm-hmm. and it, it's perfect because you have more room for the art you know yes. so and i wonder if the fact that a lot of cars these days don't have a cd player in them anymore mm-hmm. so you know it's like well i would love to buy this on cd but and do what Exactly. It's like, and yeah. do what with it? Yeah. Um, I, I can't play it anywhere. Not even My your computer, computers. Yeah. yeah, computers don't have CDs mm-hmm. uh, anymore. Even desktop barely have CDs, mm-hmm. let alone no, laptops are all in ones. I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I just put my CD into my, you know, Xbox. I, no, no, we, no. Our, the new Xbox doesn't have a player anymore. I know. I know. We don't even have that on there. Um, I love there. There's one client that they give me all the videos from the video screen to put in the, 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 the edit. Uh, and they hand me a, they hand me a DVD, uh, a burnt DVD every month or every time we do this. So I'm just like, Bleh. all right, got to pull the DVD player out and plug it into the Mac, you know, so I can get all my videos. So I'm like, eh, all right. Um, I guess it beats, uh, I guess it beats, I guess it beats up waiting for them, them to upload it. But, uh, no, it's wild. <laughs> Um, Dave, I think you had something in here along for this, um, this, this fake zoom photo of the moon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I want to preface. You are our photography expert. So our phone photography expert. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Amongst us. Um, it is not faked. Okay. This is not what happened to Huawei a few years ago. Okay. If you remember that story. Okay. Where, where people were, like, taking pictures of ping pong balls, and all of a sudden the moon showed up. <laughs> what? Because, 
what the Huawei, it was oh, well, like four years ago or so. Um, that was at the time they literally just looked for any white, white round ball and it was blurry. They assumed it was the moon. They just projected the moon on top of it. Mm. Samsung says something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they'll do is you take a picture of the moon and in, it'll use data from other moon photos to Fix your photo to make it crisp mm. and cleaner. So it's not, it's still using your image. Okay. But you, you see how it, how it, then it uses the AI and all of a sudden, because a cell phone should not be able to take, that's still amazing from a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it cleans it up, you're like, how is it getting that image from a, you know, the, the, the optical zooms 10x? Do you know what this the reminds me of? digital is 100. Hmm. This reminds me of watching all of like the the um, police TV things where they're like, zoom in on that, uh, that, that license plate. Enhance that license plate. <laughs> and they take the picture of license plate. They blow it up, which it mm. makes it all pixely and stuff. And then all of a sudden it starts to just twinkle. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden the license plate is completely legible. Mm. <laughs> like, no, that doesn't work that way. Sorry, guys. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, now, like I said, the reason why I want to say it's not fake, it still uses your photo as the base. And the one advantage of the moon is the moon is tidally locked to the earth. So we only see one side of it. Mm -hmm. So you can say, well, I can say, well, this is the moon. Okay, obviously, the the, the AI is smart enough to know this is moon. And it says, okay, crater here, crater here. So we know what the moon should look like. So we're going to fix your it picture to make it look as crisp and clear as possible. Mm-hmm. So now they also have, as far as I know, they have generic features like, oh, that's grass. So we're going to boost the green or that's sky. So we're going to boost the blue or that's food. So we're going to boost certain things, deal with certain other things to make it more appetizing. So that's the scene setup. So I don't like the term fake because it's not fake. It's not replacing your photo with another photo. But it's literally saying, oh, I know how your photo should be. Let me fix you and make it crisper and clearer than the optics allow. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, I'll say even without the scene fixing, the iPhone cannot take a picture of the moon. No. I mean, at all. The iPhone can take a picture of a very bright orb in the sky that looks kind of like maybe it might be a streetlight if you're looking right. You don't know, but yeah. 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 The closest I've gotten is with a um, third party uh, camera called Reflex where I can zoom in. I can take the, uh, the contrast and the brightness and get kind of a blurry picture, but you can tell it's the moon. You can see craters, but they're kind of like uh, shades of craters are not the crisp, clean ones that Samsung has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way this guy tested it, he took he downloaded a picture off the Internet of the moon, blurred it out, put it on his monitor, took a Samsung camera, took a photo of the monitor. And all of a sudden, crisp and clear. And he was like, there's literally no data to pull off. He did a Gaussian blur. Mm -hmm. So supposedly there's no – it isn't a matter of – well, they took – it recovered the Christmas. No, it didn't. There's no Christmas to recover. And a YouTuber who I follow, Shane Mostyn, he repeated the experiment. Uh, And he had the exact same thing. So he's – so as he said – it takes it, the shot looks amazing. Is it a real shot or is it so AI enhanced? At what point do we not call this? What point do you not say this is a shot I took? Mm-hmm. This is a shot of the moon that has been so altered by it's Lo- not really the moon lo- that you loosely saw. Loosely based on the it's a remake of your picture in the a Hollywood terms, a yeah. reimagining yeah. of your picture. 
And at what point do we get to the saying for world, um, let's say world landmarks, Mm. you know, someone pays someone to Eiffel tower. Um, I don't, I don't want to say white house because of security reasons, but big Ben, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the bean in Chicago, Mm -hmm. you know, the St. Louis arch, uh, places, uh, the Taj Mahal. And they'll take photos from all the way around, so you get a three, like basically a three D model. You take your picture, and then it'll say, "Oh, you're taking a picture of the Taj Mahal. You're here. I know what it should look like because it was taken with a very high image uh, picture, much better than that." Too. So we're, we're going to fix the picture you took and make it look crisp and clear, and fix this because we know what it should look like. And at what point is that no longer the image you took? And how much of the AI is being used and how much is you? Interesting. I, this is going to turn yeah. into a, this is going to turn into further debate. I know. So, Oh yeah. Now yeah. we know, keep an eye out for that. So, yeah, but it is pumpkin time and I'm still asking big questions. Um, <laughs> so it knows a lot about Katie, by the way. So, but there's a everyone few. knows. A lo- everyone knows about Katie. Yes. Yes. And it's all in the Bing. Um, <laughs> It, Katie gets binged hard. Uh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and clip, and and show title, and clip, including the including the expression he is giving right now. Please ponder. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. That came out the wrong way. Okay, it sounded better in my head. Um, yeah, I'm on sure that it note, Dave Bonner, thank you so much for joining us. And help Thanks us for having me on. Thanks for having me on. I, in helping us dispel the fake moon. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yes, the fake moon, but the real podner. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Prof fraud everywhere except for TikTok. As long as it's still up in the in the U.S., I'll be there <laughs> uh, as Prof Prod PGH. Absolutely, absolutely. John Chichilla at Chilla on the Twitters. John Chichilla on the Facebooks. There you go. Don't, don't watch out for fake moon, fake moons and wooden nickels out there. Okay. No wooden nickels. And then Missy is, well, she's here in, at Sorgatron Media most days. <laughs> <laughs> most days. That's where you can I find like, her. I like that, yeah. She, her way, she does not have an explicit voice on the internet, but no, I've, it's heard. I have I have worked very hard, very, very hard to not have that she, be the she case. She is the voice for other, the voice for the voiceless, if you will. Oh, no, they have voices too. I just... Well, you, you, yep. But you're behind. No, no I'm not going to walk into another one. I'm at Sorgatron on the Twitter. You can see some of our uh, adventures, uh, especially over the last uh, uh, few days in Florida with uh, Aero, Aero Design East was the event we were down there for with SAE and Lock- Lockheed Martin. And also what Katie and Sorg do with a Tesla for four days. We will, um, of course, and also images from Dinosaur World. And uh, we will, of course, probably talk about those next week when uh, she is expected to return, because I cannot do this alone, because I'm sure there's stuff I'm not thinking about. Um, But uh, until then, uh, you have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week, and don't hurt yourself binging yourself. Thank you.